Do you love Kajabi and learning how to really dive in and use Kajabi as the powerhouse that it is in your business? Then you are in the right place. Welcome to the Preneur Business Club, the gathering place of Kajabians worldwide, where we celebrate, strategize, and problem solve all the topics and situations that are important to each and every one of us and our serious Kajabi businesses. I'm your host, Tamson Horton, Kajabi hero, Kajabi ambassador, and proud driver of my Kajabi car all over town. Let's get started with today's episode. Today, we are diving into part two of our four-part series, all about why you have to have an ICE plan when you're running your business on Kajabi. And if you recall from last week's episode, your ICE plan is your in case of emergency. And this is not optional. If you haven't yet listened to last week's episode, please go back and listen to that. Because in it, you will hear my detailed firsthand story of how I survived my own near-death experience back in January of 2019. And with my firsthand experience of surviving death and also being an estate planning attorney for a significant amount of time and loving Kajabians more than any other group of people on the planet, this is really important. And it is why I am going to talk with you about it. It is why we are going to spend time on it. And today, we're really going to dive into the portion concerned with your health. And the reason that this is so important is we don't know when an emergency is going to happen. It would be really nice if someone would put it on our calendar. Hey, January 7th, 2019, you are going to go into diabetic um, acid keto, ketidosis, um, keto acidosis. Sorry, it's DKA. That is what happened to me. I did not know that I would be diagnosed as a type 1 diabetic, which means I have an autoimmune disease now and I forever need to inject insulin to keep myself alive. No one put that on my calendar. Nobody put on my calendar that on January 5th, 2019, my then 3-year-old would catch the flu and that flu would become the triggering dehydrating illness that almost killed me. We don't know these things. We don't know when there's going to be a car accident because someone ran a stop sign and hit you on your way back from Target. We don't know that you could run into something you become allergic to. We don't know if there's an underlying illness that is going to be triggered, which is what happened to me. I caught the flu and less than 24 hours later, I woke up in the intensive care unit. So When we're talking about our health, it is super important because there are laws and because of the modern world, and this is a good thing, and it can also become a major legal migraine for you, There, it's not a given that your blood relatives can say legally what happens to you if they find themselves taking you to the emergency room. There's not a guarantee that your spouse can speak for you. Now, that's a great thing 
if you have a spouse you don't want speaking for you. But it's a really problematic issue when you can't speak for yourself and you haven't taken care of your healthcare directives. So that's why health is really important and it's why we're talking about it. Now, there are a difference. There's a difference between permission slips and instruction sheets. And I think all of us could understand that. And what I want to give you is the buckets to put this information into so that then when you go and get these forms and you take these actions, they make sense. You can explain it to the people that are impacted. And permission slip, this has to do with healthcare laws. Who can get the information about you, about your health, all right? In the States, we call it HIPAA, all right? Now, HIPAA is an acronym. It stands for Health Insurance Portability and Accountability Act. Now, this is a U.S. law that is designed to provide privacy standards to protect your medical records and other health information that is provided to health plans and doctors, hospitals, other healthcare providers. Now, it was developed by the Department of Health and Human Services, and these are standards that provide patients with access to our medical records and more control over how our personal health information is used and disclosed. So HIPAA can be your best friend or your worst nightmare, because if when you think about the last time you went to a doctor's appointment, and it was probably routine, and they gave you forms. And on that form, there's usually a paragraph or two that says, would you like someone else to have access to this information? And you can check the box yes, and then you enter their name, or you check the box no. Well, that is giving permission about that appointment to someone else. If you go into the emergency room, if you slip into a coma, if you are incapacitated in any way, shape, or form, and you haven't filled out that permission slip, that hospital has a fleet of attorneys making sure they don't violate your medical privacy protections. And so they may have to jump through some hoops. It might take a few hours before they can verify that, yes, this person who is in the emergency room with you or who was called and showed up in the emergency room, that they have legal permission to get the information. If you're like me, I want the people, my husband, my in-laws, my aunt and uncle, my children, I want them to have that information right away. I don't want them to not have that information. But there are certain people I do not want to even know I'm in the hospital. So I have an exclusionary list of people. Both of them are equally important, but the people on my exclusion list happen to be my biological parents. I don't want the hospital to assume that Biological parents mean they get information. Nothing could be further from the truth. There are a variety of issues and reasons why that is the case, but my story isn't any different than yours. You may have people that you don't want to have the information. You may have other people that, on a looking at it from a surface perspective, you wouldn't necessarily go, oh, yes, I, that person should totally have my information. So, 
the real world real world implication is without a HIPAA release, no one is getting your information without getting the lawyers and the courts involved. So like I said, it's a good thing. It's going to protect you. In my case, it would protect against my biological parents receiving information. It could also be a bad thing. It might mean that it would take a few hours for them to verify that, yes, Chris and I are, in fact, happily married. He does have access to all of my information. He can act on my behalf and speak for me. The hospital has to cover themselves. So if you want to make sure that your wishes are being carried out when it truly matters the most, you have to do this by completing something called It's a patient advocate designation with HIPAA. It can also be called a medical power of attorney. Now, each state is going to be a little bit different. This is an instance where states have control. It's a state law controlled issue. So each state can have different requirements. Most of them have to do with making sure that the document is valid, but you definitely want to make sure that you are following your state law, or if you happen to be outside of the states, following your country's directives, all right? So that is really important. In Michigan, where I live, it is called a medical power of attorney, and you can get this information if you're part of Preneur Business Club. We talk about this in our blackout, taking care of business when the lights go out, and it's going through while you have the opportunity to make these decisions, while you have the opportunity to have these discussions. These are empowering discussions to have while you are functioning and alive because accidents happen, emergencies happen. And if you've talked about this stuff ahead of time, then in the midst of the emotional situation, nobody has to question, what did you want to have happen? You've had the discussion. The paperwork is in place. That allows the emotions to be experienced, to not have to worry about fielding calls and going through red tape because you have the form, you have the permission slip. So first off, you are going to appoint a healthcare agent, all right? That is saying, I give my permission slip to this person. You also want to name alternate agents. You could be involved in an accident where your agent that you named is in a similar state or they predecease you. They die before you did. And you want to have alternate agents, the backup to the backup. So I recommend you definitely have two alternate agents. And that way you've named the person who's in charge. But if something happens to them, you have a backup. If something happens to the backup, you have a backup. You are just putting into place all of those different contingencies and remaining in control. When you're naming your agents, you also will very typically be able to limit their authority. Now, you can say, yes, I provide limitations, and you lay out the specifics of that. You can also say, no, my agent has no limitations. 
that will have to do with the nature of your relationship, with what you want to have happen. And the beautiful part is as you're working through these documents, most of the time they're going to provide you options. Those options are going to spark discussions. They're going to let you think about, oh, I didn't even think to think about that. That's why you want to be taking care of these now and why having your ICE plan is not optional. And this is, I mean, this is why. You don't want to have to deal with legal when you're in the middle of a highly emotional state at all. You'll also be able to set the duration and being able to say, unless I state otherwise, this is in effect until I revoke it until I can't revoke it. Um, I'm incompetent. I can't make my own decisions. That kind of language is something that you're going to see. You're also going to see that when it becomes effective. Is it effective when you're declared incapacitated? Is it declared effective immediately? What goes into that? So that's your permission slip. Now, with a permission slip, you also want to provide instructions, all right? instructions allow the person with the permission slip to know what decisions you want to have done. They go hand in hand. They are much like, we want to say, you know, chocolate and peanut butter or peanut butter and jelly, or I don't know other good combinations. Those are the ones I come off the top of my head, but that is what a living will is. So once you've given your permission slip by naming your agent, then you want to provide them the instruction sheet. And the instructions are your living will. Now, this might have a different name in your state, but what it is doing is saying, here are my basically end-of-life decisions. What decisions do you want to have this person be able to make? Do you want them to be able to prolong your life with food and water or not? Do you want to be have pain medications administered? Do you have any other requests? Do you want to have a time frame? If I have been in this um, unresponsive vegetative state for seven days, or 30 days, or 90 days, I want to have this removed. That is such a loving action. You have no idea. To know when you think about being on the other side of the experience, when I was in the emergency room and I was completely incoherent, if you would like the full long version of the story, listen to the episode immediately before this one, episode one. And having the specificity where Chris doesn't have to guess. Okay, Tamson said if she's in a vegetative state for more than 30 days, she doesn't want to be here. If they've tried everything within 30 days, she doesn't want to be here. And it takes the heavy lifting. It doesn't make the situation any less emotional. It doesn't make what you and your family are going through feel any better, but it gives it the specificity so that they're not left wondering, oh my goodness, what would dad want? What would mom want? What would my wife want? What would my kids want? It says, I've thought this through. 
here's my instructions sheet for you. And hopefully you're including them in these discussions. You're having these discussions before it ever takes place because the fact of life is we are all going to die. It is a fact of life. You will not live to be 300 years old. You probably won't live to be 150. We're all going to die. And knowing what instructions we want to leave our loved ones with is the most loving thing that we can do because they can grieve our incapacitation. They can grieve while we're in a coma. They can grieve when they have to sign a form that says, end food, end water, end oxygen, end pain medication. Because you've talked about it, they have your permission, so they didn't have to fight with the lawyers or the healthcare staff to get permission. You gave the permission to the people you wanted to have it, and you gave them your instructions in the form of your living will. At the same time, you're going to also give them permission for the donation of your organs. If Do you want it? Which ones? All, part, none. Again, there's no, they don't have to also make these incredibly painful decisions and hope they're doing it right. All they have to do is follow your instructions. And that is why it is so important. You will have everybody on board because every um, state, each country, if you're outside of the states, your country could have laws that govern this, but it'll tell you, do you need witnesses? Do you need to have it notarized? What makes it valid? And the fact that you're staying in the driver's seat when it comes to your healthcare directives mean it's taken care of. And it's taken care of in the way you want it taken care of. Exactly the level of thought that we put into designing our Kajabi products and laying out our content calendars and figuring out our affiliate partners and designing our launch strategies, all of that, we we take care of this stuff. We take care of it. We take care of it so well. And this is something you must take care of because you could be in the middle of the most beautiful launch. I wasn't launching, but I could have been in the middle of the most beautiful, most successful launch on January 5th. And I caught the flu. And within 24 hours, I was in the emergency room and my husband didn't know if I was going to live or if he was going to go home and tell our sons that I was gone. We have a responsibility to take care of this now. And you are listening to this. That means you're in the driver's seat. And like I said, PBK members, we're talking about all of this inside PBK with blackout, taking care of business when the lights go out. And this is 
as important, if not more important, than your email sequence strategy, than your content calendar. And going through the simple act of knowing that your ICE plan is non-negotiable, which is what we talked about last week, and this week knowing you need a permission slip and you need instructions. So that's what I want to leave you with today is a true understanding that you're in the driver's seat right now. You have control over this. You are not in the middle of an emergency room. You're not in the intensive care unit. You have the ability to name your healthcare agent and to giving your permission to someone to act on your behalf. And you have the ability to set up your instructions in the Typically, it's going to be called a living will, but you have that ability and it is necessary to take care of this. It is important and it is the most loving and caring act that you can take for your family and yourself and your entire Kajabi business that you're working so hard to build. Well, that concludes this week's episode. I really hope you had an aha or a wow or a hmm, I never thought about it that way moment. We will be back next week with another episode all about celebrating, supporting, and strategizing with Kajabi. If you have a question or an idea for a future episode, please send us a message and we would love to get you on the lineup. And if you need show notes or more information on anything that we have talked about today, head to TamsonHorton.com and you will find everything that you need right there. Have a fantastic week. Go out there and change the world with Kajabi one person at a time.